welcome to the Illinois Realtors Weekly Podcast, keeping you up to date with all the latest news in the realtor world. I'm Jeremy. And I'm Kelly. And today is a very special episode because we're just a week away from the November 8th elections and two of our local governmental affairs directors have joined us to talk about a subject very important to realtors from one end of the state to the other. Of course, I am talking about home rule and questions on ballots in Barrington, Carbondale, Collinsville, and Freeport. While the stance of Illinois Realtors in all communities is the same, the question voters must answer varies from community to community. Here to explain the situation to us are our local government affairs directors, or GADs for short, uh, Joe Roth and Ron Diedrich. Welcome, Joe and Ron. Thanks for having us today. Yeah, so this is going to be, uh, obviously, there's this election coming up. (laughs) Election day is coming up. It's going to be on everyone's mind. But uh, what we're excited to talk to you about today is actually, you know, I learned about this very recently, Um, you know, what this actually is. Um, And I was fascinated by it. So I'm very excited to uh, kind of kick this off to you. But um, Joe, let's start with you. And then Ron, uh, you jump in on this too. But let's just start it off from anyone who might not know what we're talking about when we come when it comes to the words home rule. Uh, Joe, why don't you start us off? What exactly is home rule? And why does it matter to realtors? Sure, sure. Um, So home rule is essentially uh, the authority a a local government has, a municipality. Uh, There are home rule communities and non-home rule communities. A home rule community is essentially allowed to do just about anything they want, as long as the state hasn't said no. Whereas a non-home rule community is the opposite. They're only allowed to do what the state authorizes them to do. Uh, Home rule communities are a population of 25,000 or more, or in the instance of uh, the the referendum we see here today, they've asked the voters for this authority through a referendum. And that's what we're seeing play out uh, just uh, about a short week away. Yeah, a little bit of historical context. Uh, Home rule was obviously codified with the 1970 Constitution. Um, And so there's a number of communities that have had this power since that 70 Constitution. Then as Joe touched on, um, you can do it through referenda. So communities even as small as those, uh, say, under 70 in the case of Muddy, which is outside of Harrisburg down in deep southern Illinois, um, have implemented home rule through referenda. But um, the key thing is, is that the state um, General Assembly uh, you know, sets sets kind of a baseline of laws. And uh, obviously, these home rule municipalities can go above and beyond that in terms of um, tax rates, uh, levels of debt, and um, a lot of those ordinances that really affect uh, private property rights, fair housing, um, housing provider landlord relations. So that's why you see Uh, A lot of our efforts at the GAD level focused in these home rural communities because um, in a a number of these municipalities, it can be detrimental to the uh, to the sale and and transaction and leasing of property. So let's start from a broad perspective. What are the arguments against home rural? I've been saying this a little bit lately. Um, So, you know, against home rule is that, number one, and kind of first and foremost, you're taking authority away from residents. Um, when you have uh, home rule, things like property tax caps go away. As a non as a non home rule community, property tax levy increases are capped annually. Those go away. Um, 
there are ways non-home rule municipalities can create new taxes, increase property tax levies beyond those capped limits, and there's ways they can take on more debt. They can do all three of those things as a non-home rule community, but the important thing is they have to ask the voters. They have to ask the residents for permission to do it. When you get home rule, that goes away. They no longer have to ask residents about the financial future of the community. And essentially the bill they're going to be footing for the the long-term future. Um, You know, in addition, there's a lot of, like Ron hit on, um, a lot of bad public policies that come along with home rule. Uh, Here in the northern suburbs of Chicago, the most common things we see are things like point of sale inspections. Uh, Those often come along. Now, this isn't a, you know, a buyer has uh, contracted with an inspector to essentially tell them what they're getting into when they buy the home. We're not talking about that. We're talking about municipal employees coming into the residence and saying what has to be done before you're allowed to close on a sale. Uh, Obviously, uh, a bad move from where we're sitting. So that sounds all very reasonable and and well, you know, well stated there. But what would um, the proponents of home rule, what would they like say about why they feel it is necessary? Sure. Um, They say they need independence from Springfield, whether it's Barrington, Freeport, Carbondale, Collinsville, they have to have independence from Springfield. And they point to what happens at the state Capitol as a prime example of, um, this independence, this need for that local autonomy, um, because let's face it, uh, what happens under the dome in Springfield isn't exactly um, the most common sense based approach to governing uh, throughout the nation. Um, you know, we're oftentimes Illinois is an example of what not to do in governance, and, and certainly. Um, the legislative process. Um, so they don't like the um, old doctrine of, of Dillon's rule that says uh, for non-home municipalities that um, the General Assembly will give you permission on your uh, debt service levels, your taxation levels, the ordinances that you can create. Um, a number of municipalities, as, as Joe kind of touched on the inspections, um, a number of these municipalities want to do landlord licensing. They want to do, um, they can beef up those inspections. Um, they feel the need that they need crime-free housing. Um, and then in a lot of instances, crime-free housing will be the tool that will help them clean up their housing stop, help them deter crime. As a result, uh, these municipalities, they feel more emboldened. Um, you will also see them uh, make the excuse that with the uh, increased uh, taxation and licensing um that they can have, that that will help them hire more staff to engage in these core tasks. And um, if if they lose, in the instance of, of three of the municipalities that Illinois Realtors engaged in, if we lose that home rule authority, then um, we're going to lose police services. We're going to lose fire services. Um, we're going to lose those inspectors that are out in the field keeping our housing stock maintained and uh, in their words, acting against those slumlords. All right, let's get into your communities now. Uh, Joe, what's the situation around this in Barrington and Freeport? Okay, so in Barrington, um, 
We've got a kind of the unique one this year. Barrington is a non-home rule community of a population somewhere between 10 and 11,000 residents, and they are seeking to gain this authority for the first time. Uh, They had previously asked residents for this in 2014. Um, Yes, it was 2014. They asked. Voters said no. Uh, And then interestingly, uh, four years ago, they asked residents for a non-home rule sales tax. So an additional 1% sales tax. Voters again said no. This time they're coming back and saying, well, we need a sales tax. So we need to do this. And then we need to do, you know, lots of other things and have this autonomy. Um, So instead of coming back and asking again for the sales tax, they're asking to take away that right from the residents. Um, Realtors in the community have been very engaged. I've worked with a number of them um, on these things. And the response to our message has been, uh, been very good. So that, that's Barrington. Uh, Freeport, um, our magnanimous colleague, Neely Erickson, is our point person in Freeport. But uh, Freeport is in a situation a little bit more like Carbondale and Collinsville. Uh, during the last census, their population dropped below 25,000. So when that happens, they have to ask voters if they want to retain this uh, authority. Um and so we are actively working to, and Neely's doing a tremendous job educating the voters. Um, there's a lot of housing providers actively engaged to let them know that, you know, the world will continue without home rule, but you as residents are going to gain a lot more authority over the future. Ron, getting down into uh, the southern part of the state here, um, obviously, uh, Joe touched on it a bit there, but uh, obviously in Collinsville, but also in Carbondale, which is such a unique uh, uh, city in the southern part of the state because of the uh, presence of a very large college community, right? So wh- what's happening in uh, in those cities with the, this referendum? Sure. Um, the, the questions um, are actually kind of interesting in their own aspect. So uh, Joe touched on the fact that in Barrington, they're asking for permission in order to achieve home rule. So um, Neely's community of Freeport and my two communities of, of Collinsville and Carbondale, um, those three communities fell below the threshold of 25,000. So whenever that happens, state election code and, and compiled statutes demand that you ask the question, shall um Carbondale, Freeport, Collinsville ceased to be a home rule unit of government. And um, the state statute dictates how that question shall be asked. Um, we noticed uh, a number of months ago that these three communities, uh, Neely's and my two, uh, were working, for lack of a better term, in cahoots. Um, they were coordinating their messaging, they were coordinating. Um, their responses, and they were trying to coordinate how they were going to ask the question. Um, In the case of Collinsville, uh, we got there, we said, hey, uh, you're you're changing the language. Um, You can't do that. And um, they uh, begrudgingly went back, uh, did it properly because they were afraid that they were going to find themselves in court. Um, Freeport City Council uh, bulldozed ahead um and did is what they wanted to so they changed the question so that's why uh realtors are encouraging uh residents of freeport to say no 
uh, to continuing home rule. And in the case of Collinsville and Carbondale, um, say yes to cease home rule. But back to uh, the example of Carbondale, you discussed the university. Um, the university is the largest driver of population in Carbondale. And sadly, um, SIUC has lost population in nearly every year, at least of the uh, 21st century they were in now. They had a high watermark about 20 years ago, a little less than 20 years ago, uh, about 25,000 uh, students enrolled. Um, now that number is probably about 113, 11.4. Um, and in a, in a community, uh, a college community or a community that hosts, for instance, a large state facility, um, it may be a little bit more transient population in terms of the, the students are only there nine months out of the year. Um, but those uh, communities are allowed to, for census purposes, count the enrollment. So long as you are a resident of that community for nine months, you're counted for population purposes. So as a result, with that population dwindling, that student population dwindling from 25 to 11, um, that has caused Carbondale's population to fall to 21,000. Um, and so uh, Carbondale has actually had home rule uh, since that state constitution that I mentioned back in 1970. Um, so it will be a, a, a shock for them if they lose home rule because of uh, how they fund government, how they do government operations. And certainly they have to begin answering those questions, asking themselves, how do we plan ahead? How do we engage? But um, Carbondale is unique in that um, as it's lost population, obviously, uh, we hear a lot about uh, a shortage uh, of, of homes and stuff like that. There's actually a surplus of doors uh, in Carbondale. And as a result, um, that's why our community, our realtor community is very engaged in this process, because uh, we want to be community partners and help this city uh, have a, uh, a a vibrant housing stock that can hopefully be updated and modernized, and again, you know, work uh, hopefully encourage consumers to go from that rental situation to uh, home ownership. So I think you guys have done a really uh, great job breaking down this particular issue. Yeah, but here, here, I could listen to you guys talk <laughs> about this all day. <laughs> um, but if our listeners do want more information on this topic that we're talking about, um, are there any resources we can direct them to? Yes, the Real Property Alliance. Um, Real Property Alliance is our uh, realtor resource, our consumer resource that has uh, discussions on home rule and certainly a number of home rule related policies, whether that be crime-free housing, uh, transfer tax stamps, uh, point of sale inspections, and, and several other things. Um, beyond the Real Property Alliance, uh, talk to your local GAD. Yeah. That's always a great resource as well. Um, <laughs> We we talk a little bit about this stuff, and um, we're always excited to talk and work with our membership. Yes, here, here, here. <laughs> and of course, uh, I think you can always find stuff on the Illinois Realtors website as well. Um, if you're uh, looking for any of this, you'll, you'll find your way to something, um, no matter what you're looking for from one of those three resources. Um, guys, this has been insanely informative. Of course, a very important question, and I think you've done such a great good for everybody today um, in explaining it, not only just in a broad concept, but drilling down into those communities. So I just want to say thank you very much, Joe uh, and Ron for taking the time today to uh, join us on the podcast. All right. Thank you. Thank you both.
All right. So, realtors, please remember to make your voice heard and vote in this election. November 8th, it is coming up. Uh, Thank you, listeners, for joining us for this latest episode. As always, give us a rating and a review on your podcast app of choice. And if you want any more content, simply search for Illinois Realtors on your favorite social media app. We'll see you next week. Thank you.